This anointed teaching by Apostle David Muluzi is brought to you by God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church. We hope you have an encounter with God as you listen to this I message. I decree and God agrees. I am a soul winner. I am a contagious Christian. I positively influence and encourage everyone around me. I am a disciple maker. God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church influences Sadek. God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church fulfills her calling for this season. God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church has all the resources to meet the community's needs. We receive God's favor and man's favor. We have compassionate care for the needy. Constant prayer is our lifestyle. We bear much fruit. We are givers. We heartily worship God with our possessions. Christ's redemptive purpose is accomplished in Sardin. We see a thousand churches established in our lifetime. Sadek, the Lord God is your God. You belong to God. I see in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we thank you that even as we study your word tonight, that you minister to us by your spirit. Lord, we make it known to your children. Father, I make it known to your children that I'm not trusting on my own human intellect, but I'm depending upon you, Spirit of God, to speak for the word with power and with anointing. And Lord, I give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor for all that you will do and accomplish through your word this day. In Jesus' name. And everybody said... Amen. Turn to somebody, tell them that I am the highly favored of the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, today we are studying a brand new series. Amen. Amen. And it's about Sabbath. The title is Let's Celebrate Sabbath. Sabbatha. You know, let's celebrate Sabbath. So today it's part one you know, about the Sabbath. Now, let's look at the origin of Sabbath. And what do I mean by let's celebrate Sabbath? So if you have your Bible, let's turn to Genesis 1. And uh, Genesis 1, we see God creating the universe and creating everything, you know, that is in the universe. And it says in verse 3, And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. You know, so the first day God created light, He separated it from darkness, and that was the first day. You know, darkness, day, uh, light, He call it day, and night, He call it darkness, He call it night. And verse 6 says, And God said, Let there be expanse in the midst of the waters and let it separate the waters from the waters. Yeah. So uh, there was separation, you know, and then the expanse that is on top, it was heaven. And, uh, you know, so God made the heavens, you know, and that was the second day. And verse 9, and God said, let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place and let let the dry land appear. So the earth was now separated and 
uh, there was the land and there was also the oceans. Yeah. And so that was day number Day number three, right? Yeah, so there was land and there was seas. Yeah. And then verse 11 and uh, verse 14. Yeah. And God said, let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens to separate day from night and let them be the signs and for seasons and for days and years. Let there be lights, plural. So then God made in the heavens, all the stars, you know, the moon, the stars, you know, and the sun, put them in place. Yeah. And that was day number four. And verse 20, And God said, Let the waters swarm with swarms of living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth across the expanse of the heavens. Yeah. So, day number five, God created the birds, you know, and the fish in the waters, and God blessed them and said that they should be fruitful and they should multiply. Verse 24, you know, and God said, let the earth, so that was day number five. That was day number five, the fifth day. Verse 24, okay, verse 23 says, and there was evening and there was morning, the fifth day, not the sixth, the fifth. So that was day number five, right? So verse 24, and God said, God said, let the earth bring forth living creatures according to their kinds, the livestock, creeping things. Now on the earth, there were uh, the livestock, you know, the animals and everything according to their kind. And it is on this day, on the sixth day, that he also created man. And he said that man, uh, you know, was to be created and was to be on, you know, according to his own kind. So that was day number six. So everything was created. First day, second day, third day, fourth day, fifth day, and sixth day. Everything was created. Now let's go to chapter two, verse one. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished and all the host of them. So the heavens up there, the earth down here, were finished. And everything, the host of them, you know, everything in them were created. And verse 2, And on the seventh day, God finished his work that he had done. God did what? Finished his work that he had done. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work that he has done. So what happened on the seventh day? God, you know, rested. Yeah. The sixth day, six days he worked, he created everything, and he rested on the seventh day. So verse 3, so God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it God rested from all his work. For him, from, from where? All his work, not some of his work. All his work 
that he had done in creation. Yeah. So on the, on the seventh day, God rested. Now, what do you think why God rested? Was it that he was tired? It's not because he was tired. It's because he had nothing more to do. He had finished creating everything. And so, uh, because the Bible says that he finished, God finished his work and he rested. So he entered into rest because he finished his work. He finished what he was uh, doing. And so, do you think that God is still working today? No, he, he finished everything. Everything that he wanted to create, God finished. And when he finished, he rested. He entered into rest. Now, let's go back to chapter 1 and on the sixth day. Look at what God, you know, did. And verse 24, God said, let the earth bring forth living creatures. How? According to their kinds. Yeah. Livestock and creeping things and beasts of the earth according to their kind. And it was so. So, uh, so what do we see here? We see here that God created everything according to the kind that he created. Amen. You know, God put, made everything according to their kind. Now, in everything that God created, God put a seed for perpetuation. In other words, this thing will continue to work without me being involved in it. Eh? That's what it is. I mean, is there any tree that does not have a seed? There is seed. That's why it keeps on, uh, keeps on uh, multiplying. Yeah. Is there any animal that does not have seed? No. Yeah. That's why all animals keep on multiplying. You know, all human beings, everything. So everything is growing according to their kind because God said so. So when God created everything, he made it a point that, you know, this is something that will work without me having to come and work it. I don't have to work it. I don't have to struggle. And so because he did that, then he entered into rest. Look at Genesis 8, verse 11. Verse 22, I'm sorry. Genesis 8, verse 22. It says, While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. 
So as long as the earth remains, yeah, so these things, the seed time, the sowing and the harvesting will never stop. Because God said it that it should never stop. The cold and heat will not stop. You know, we have been experiencing heat, you know, because we were in summer and now we are approaching what? Winter. Yeah. And so cold, it's part of, it's part of it. It will never stop. When people are talking about global warming, it's not global warming. There's no such thing as global warming. I'm sorry to burst your bubble. Hey, today I'm bursting so many bubbles. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, that the earth, you know, the, 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 the island, the Iceland is, is, uh, melting and there's uh, going to be a lot of water, uh, in the ocean and it's going to, uh, to come into the earth and unless we do something, let me tell you, you know, for billions of years, what is happening has been happening. Nothing new under the sun. God said that water will be up to this far, and that's it. So today we think that we are smart. We say, hey, you know, there is global warming, and then we accent on Yeah, there is global warming, yeah. We need to change something. Yeah, this earth, we have to save the earth. And we have earth day. Let all the lights switch off. Hey, I'm telling you. <laughs> okay, God said that while the earth remains, seed time and harvest, Uh, let's let's just wait. Seed time and harvest will always be there. There will always be seed. There will always be harvest. Did you hear that now? Uh, they have just manufactured meat uh, from the you know a chemical meat. You haven't heard this. You haven't. You haven't had Uncle Kibilma, uh, <coughs> Bill Gates. Yeah, that's what he's busy with now. He's busy with now. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't had that. Hunter, what news are you listening to? <laughs> Church app. I need to update this church app so that you should get to know what's happening out there. Hey, yeah. And, and so, uh, and so the thing is, seed time and harvest will always be there. God said so, and it's always going to be like that. And, Says cold and heat will be there. Summer and winter will be there. Day and night will never stop. Will always be there. And so, 
There will always be seed time. There will always be, because God said so. You know, I believe I take the word of God literal. Somebody says, do you, do you want to tell me you, you, you take the word literal? Yes, because I don't take it illiteral. Do you want to take it illiteral? You may, but for me, I take it literal. So, God, you, you know, God said that this are this is how things are going to be, and I believe it. And so, God created everything. Then He went into rest. God didn't say, after you know so many years, then I will think about it. I have to reinvent everything. I mean, as He created it, so it is even today. That is the God that we are saving. It's a big God. It's a powerful God. Amen? And so, he then rested. He entered into rest. And, and the God who entered into rest, now, can we imagine, uh, in chapter 2, he then created Adam. And he said to Adam, Adam, I mean, he, he made him and Adam woke up. And then he said, Adam, uh, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth. And then Adam said, wow. It's a, it's a great responsibility. And so, wakes up in the morning, Adam, and he says, you know, I have to fill the air. I have, I have a great job to do. I have to fill the air. I have to multiply. Yeah. And then, as he stands up, you know, uh, God says, you know, Adam, there is no more work to be done. I finished before I made, when I made you, you were the last job to do. There is no any other job to do. So you don't have to worry. Yeah, maybe Adam is looking at the trees. Look at the trees. Hey, maybe they need pruning. Maybe they need you know, and so God says, I finish the whole thing. I finish. There is no work to do. All now that you have to do is to enter into rest with me. This is how I do it. And how God is, Adam maybe asked God, how did you create everything? No, I spoke. I spoke everything into existence. And then Adam you have the same power. You have the same authority. Whatever that you want, you can say it, and it will come to pass. You don't have to struggle, Adam. You don't have to toil, Adam. You don't have to do anything, Adam. You know, whatever that you want, you just speak it, and it comes to pass. 
Why God? Is because we have entered into Sabbath. We have entered into rest. And so, uh, you know, whatever Adam wanted, he had to speak it. He did not have to struggle and toil. He just had to believe God. God said that I should, I can speak it. And so, I will speak it. Say it with your mouth. And that's how you enter into rest. Yeah. And Of course, we know that Adam failed God. You know, they sinned against God and all of that. And then from there, they started toiling. You know, they came out of Sabbath. When they sinned against God, they came out of Sabbath. They came out of the rest of God. And God said that henceforth, you will eat everything. You will sweat for it. You will struggle for it. You will be in pain for it to gain all of that because you came out of my Sabbath, out of my rest. And he says, but, you know, the day will come. I mean, in Genesis 3 verse 15, he said that the seed of the woman will crush the head of a serpent was talking about Jesus, that a day will come whereby the enemy that deceived you, you that made you to come out of rest, that Jesus will come on the earth and he will crush his head. And so Jesus came. And you know what happened? When we read how Jesus lived in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you know what we're seeing? We're seeing how Adam, Adam was supposed to live before he sinned, or how he lived before he sinned against God. Jesus was just demonstrating that. He comes up to a, a fig tree, and then he says, fig tree, you know, I don't, I don't see any fruit on you. And he says, henceforth, from today, nobody shall eat fruit from you ever again. And then from there, he keeps on working. He didn't look back and say, I say, I, did you hear me? Did you hear me? Eh, fig tree. I told you. No tree. Eh? No, no one will ever eat. You must listen. You must record it. Because that's, no, he never struggled. He just spoke it and then continued working. Because he was in rest. And when there were multitude who wanted uh, uh, food, what did he do? Did he struggle? When they said, you know, uh, uh, they came, his disciples came to Jesus and they said to Jesus, Jesus, please send these people away. It's late now. There are no shops open. You know, everyone is closed and, uh, and, and, you know, please send them back. Otherwise, they're going to faint here because they are hungry. And Jesus said, you feed them. We feed them. Yeah. Incidentally, there is a boy 
his lunch, I saw him. He has got some bread and fish. And this is all that we have. What can the boy's lunch do to feed more than 5,000 people? So Jesus said, it's fine. You know, bring it to me. Yeah. And he thanked God for bread and fish. And then from there he said, let them sit down. No struggle. No struggle. Are you with me? No struggle. And so what I'm getting at uh, is that let's celebrate our Sabbath. That we are never intended to struggle. Let us just align things that needs to be in line and make sure that we walk and we have... Jesus has come to bring us back into Sabbath. And so they set everybody down and, you know, after sitting everybody down and uh, Jesus, you know, broke the bread and the fish, he gave it to his disciples and then they gave it to people. Now, the problem or rather the surprising thing is that the bread was never getting finished and the fish was not getting finished. Every, every time they break it, where they broke it, it had gone. It, it is back to, you know, uh, fullness. And then they are giving. So they keep on breaking and giving, and then it keeps on multiplying. You're talking about the provision of God. That's a provision of God. Yeah, that's a provision of God. And you know what? Was that real? Yes, it was. You know, did it happen? Yes, it did. Yeah. And now the issue is, if that happened, what would stop it happening today? I think we have been limiting God too much. Really, we have been, you know, we are thinking of, you know, if I can, katakansa two litre, you know, katsarakanya ena leena, you know, yeah, mebutla bereker. We have been limiting God. And I believe that we need to start walking in the supernatural provision of God. Supernatural provision of God. Yeah. That your resource should not be, you know, the resource should not be your focus. Your focus must be on the source who brings the resources. The supernatural multiplication of bread now, that's what we should be entering in. And so they fed the multitude. And then after that, Jesus said that collect the leftovers. And there were 12 baskets of leftovers. You know, more than what they gave up. More than what they, they distributed. You know, provision came. You know, God provided. Hallelujah. 
And so, that was rest. And they came again and said, you know, uh, Jesus, the tax collector, Sars has sent an email. Eh? And they say, we haven't paid tax. We need to pay tax. So Jesus said, oh, how much? Oh, denarii, something. Oh, only that. It's fine. Please, go to the lake. Just walk down the lake. Take your fishing rod. You know, throw it down. The first fish that you catch, please open it up. You'll find a SARS money. Money, you know, that's supposed to go to SARS in there for both of us. Peter and you, for both of us. It will settle. That money is enough for both of us. So just go there and get it. Eh? I'm telling you. Yeah, this Jesus is powerful. Yeah. And so Peter went there, you know, got the fish, opened it up, and there was money. And then he went, got the office in Zasas. Say, uh, I'm paying for Jesus and I. We're settling. The tax that we need to pay. Eh? Yeah. Not arrangement. He didn't make arrangement. No, no, cash, whatever you want. Pay. Take it. He paid it. Yeah. So how did he do that? It's because he was in rest. He was not struggling. He was not uh, toiling. He was just resting in the provision of God. And so as we talk about Sabbath, we are not, please, we are not talking about a day. We're talking about a lifestyle. Yeah. You thought that we're talking about a day? We are not talking about a day. Eh? I don't talk about Sunday. I'm talking about a life that we are to live, a lifestyle that we are to live, that it must be a lifestyle of rest. They don't understand parable. So, it's every day when you wake up in the morning, you need to tell yourself, today it's Sabbath for me. Today it's Sabbath. You know. I refuse to toil. I refuse to struggle. I refuse to have challenges that I don't know how to uh, overcome them. I choose to enter into rest of the Lord. When an email comes and say, you owe SARS, I'll do like Jesus did. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. And what did Jesus do? 
Jesus listened. And God told him, go and uh, throw, you know, yeah, fish the first fish. You know, opening up. And so Jesus repeated that. So when we wake up in the morning and I get an email, you know, from Sars that uh, you owe money, I listen. God, here is an email that is just coming. And God will tell you. That's rest. You don't strike, you don't say, oh, Marie, Kobonaki, Rilebia, Marie, the arrangement, Rilebia. You know, you don't do that. You listen, God, you know, what should I do? And you enter into that. And you, you speak, Lord, I thank you that I know what to do in every situation. Every situation that I encounter, I know what to do. I enter into rest. The rest of the law. Hallelujah. Yeah, that's what should happen. Yeah. And so, don't struggle. Don't be fearful. Uh, don't be afraid. Don't be scared of any situation. You wake up in the morning and then you say, I choose to celebrate Sabbath. I choose to celebrate rest. I am entering into rest of the Lord. And also your prayers should not be prayers of struggle. Did you get that? So don't 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 make such prayers. You are a child of a king. Jesus is your brother. God is your father. It's Abba Father. It's Daddy Daddy. He will look after you. So let us enter into rest. You enter into rest. Amen? I told you this, that uh, when we were going into lockdown, and uh, thank God for the board that we have. Such a blessing. Allow me to take decisions. You know, obviously I'm accountable to the board, right? I don't do as I wish. You know, when we have board meeting, I am accountable. You know, this is what happens and so forth. Yeah. But when God speaks, I will tell them later. You understand? And so, we had some money in the account of the church. And uh, and now we are going into lockdown. Lockdown is 
the unseen, the unknown. We don't know what's going to happen. The church won't be operating. We have staff that needs to be paid. We have bills that needs to be paid. We don't know what's going to happen. And, you know, God challenged me and said that, yeah, you see that money? You're thinking that it is, it will, it's cover for the Can you take that money and give it away? God, did you hear the president say that we're going into lockdown? God, I, yeah. God said, you know, that money is going to be a trap for you, a snare. You're going to trust it instead of trusting me. And I've learned over the years, I've learned to obey God. And so we took that money and we gave it away. So when we went into lockdown, However, today, it was Friday the 26th, eh? 25th of March. We were on a zero budget. The church was on a zero budget. And we were going into lockdown. God, I've done what you said we need to do. Now we're going into Lockdown, that's it. My faith is on you. And all that I did was just to listen. God, what are you saying? And do what God was telling. So God said, start to preach. You know, and that's what we did. I preached for all those months, every day, on Sunday twice. You remember? Minister. Now, in all the ministry, did I cry for money? Did you hear me say, oh, you know, I got to be rojang. Stuff was about to patel. You know, I don't. Did you hear me saying that? No. You know, all that time I entered into rest. I said, God, we are in your hands. We entered into rest. We will do what you tell us to do. And God was so faithful. When payday came, yeah, much, there was money to pay uh, staff. Full salaries, no whatever, paid them. The second month, the same thing, money was there. All whatever that we needed to pay, the money was there. On the 1st of June, when the church was allowed to open, Eh? When we looked into the bank account, the money that was in the bank account, the church has never had such big money when we opened. Eh? That is, you know, and, and I learned that day that, you know, it always pays to just Obey and you rest. You enter into rest. Say, God, 
I'm entering into rest. And that was not the end. Money kept on coming. Supernatural. And that's the money that we used to build all these campuses and to buy whatever buildings that we bought. That's the money that we use. Money supernaturally came through. And I learned that, you know, it always pays to obey God. You know, what God says, you do that. And then from there you rest. Don't struggle. Don't struggle. When the enemy uh, comes to you and say, oh, you remember this, you point it back and say, my seed is on the ground. The Bible says seed time and harvest. So I've sorted out the seed time. I've sown. You know, I've tied. I've obeyed God. You know, so definitely, as long as the earth remains, that will happen. Definitely, a harvest will come. And God has been faithful. So this year we are saying that we are changing our flea. You know, I am at rest. I look at the prices of the new buses. And then I say, you know, I've entered into rest. I choose to enter into rest. How God is going to do it, you know, it's his problem. It's not my problem. Are you with me? Yeah. And so we've entered into rest and a rest of God it's peaceful it's peaceful no struggle no nothing it's just peaceful so we need to enter into that and somebody called me called me and said we've got this job opportunity you know we have been offered this job opportunity and we are not sure. The money is more, but we are not sure. And so we talk through them and, you know, ask questions and so forth. And then at the end of the day, because they said you need to sign the offer and sign acceptance that you're accepting this by tomorrow. So we spoke to them more than an hour on the phone. And then I said to them, I said, tomorrow, when you wake up, you will know what to do. Yeah. I can't tell you what to do. Look, it looks promising. It's a good company, you know, and so forth. And, you know, it's more money than what you're currently earning. So I said, but tomorrow, when you wake up, you will know what to do. And so, I called them late the following day. Oh, how did it go? He said, no, we rejected the offer. 
and the guy was persuaded, please, you know, you are the you are the best candidate, please. And so I said, no, no. And they said something uh, which really blessed me. This is what they said. They said, you know, because we were uneasy, you know, about it. Look, on paper, it looks okay. But we are not settled. We are having more questions than answers. So he said, we don't want to uh, fail God. So we declined. And said, when we, after we said, I mean, they tried to pursue, okay, okay, it's now 11 o'clock, think about it, you know, come back to me, come 1 o'clock, and we said, uh, after, you know, we said, no, we, this is a final, final thing we are not taking. And so, he said that after we have done that, you know, peace just came. We were at peace about it. Mentally, it does not make sense. Yeah. But said that we just, we're happy. We're happy. We don't know why, you know, but we're happy that we said no to that offer. And you know, uh, I was blessed by uh, that. And you know what's happening is that that is how we are to live our lives. We live by peace in our hearts. You enter into rest. So anything, go ahead, speak, speak. Hey! You know, you know, anything uneasy. When you, when you do it, you are coming out of Sabbath. You are coming out of the rest of God. You are entering into toil and struggle. And toil and struggle is going to give you more problems. So we need to live our lives into a life of peace. Sabbath is about peace. We'll talk more about it next week, you know, uh, but it's about peace. It's about rest. It's about resting in God. That God you're taking care of it. Uh, we were uh, we were in a car with Rifimezu from home and going to the office and I was driving so as, as I was driving on Friday Friday was busy Everywhere. So, when I was uh, driving, <clears throat> so I wanted to change the music, you know, on my phone. And, uh, the praise and worship that I was playing. So, I was busy. And then I heard Perfumati exclaiming, wow. And then I look up. So, the robots up front. I just saw a truck. You know, it was moving, then it stopped. And it continued uh, moving. So I didn't, you know, pay attention. So when we came closer, <clears throat> I realized that there is another truck 
it has it had hit a car on the side and just pressed against it. So Rifmeto said, no, that's what I was exclaiming, not not about that. And I said, oh, okay, that I didn't see. Yeah. And there was that that by by the robots some all of the not. So and then we pass. Yeah. And then I said to Rifmeto, I said, you know, even as we'll be going about, don't be in a rush on anything. And and I said that we should if somebody about out Karamo first space be at peace. Because the enemy would want to pressurize us into rush rush. And when they are rush rush rushes, that's where we make a lot of mistakes. That we are to enter into rest. And that's what God has been really speaking to me about. That, you know, we need to live a life of rest. Not a a life of, you have to do this now. You know, do this. Just be at peace. Be at peace. And when you are at peace, you will see God doing it for you in every situation. Amen? Now, having spoken about that, uh, we are approaching Good Friday, and the enemy would always cause accidents around this time. And then I sense in my heart that we need to pray and bind the spirit of accident, bind the spirit of death. Can we stand up on our feet right now? Yeah. And I want to say this to all of us, that never, ever, you'd rather be late than rushing and, you know, ending up not well. Because the enemy would want to push you into that. You have to rush, you have to do this now. And you find that there are challenges, you know, uh, with that. So I want us to take authority over spirit of accidents. None of us will be involved in an accident in Jesus' name, you know. And from there, we're going to take authority over spirit of death, you know, that it will never be our portion. In Jesus' name. Can we say this together? Father God, I thank you for grace and mercy upon our lives. In Jesus' name. It is well with us. It is well with my family, with my life, with everybody that, that, that is related to me. In the name of Jesus, I take authority over every spirit of accident in Jesus' name. Satan, I bind you. I bind all your efforts against my life, 
and against my loved ones. In the name of Jesus, I forbid every spirit that would want to cause accident against my life in Jesus' name. I rebuke it. I come against it. I forbid it. It will never operate against me. It will never succeed against my life in Jesus' name. I declare the life of God is flowing in my life, in my body, in, in, in my family, in the name of Jesus. I declare everyone in my family, my loved ones, are protected by God in Jesus' name. I take authority over every spirit of death. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. I cancel every plan of the enemy against my life in Jesus' name. I forbid the operations of the enemy against my life in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for your protection in my life. In Jesus' name. It is well with me. It is well with my soul. In Jesus' name. Just lift up your hands and begin to praise God right now that it is well with you. It is well you entered into rest. The rest of the Lord, Father, we thank you for rest in our lives. We thank you, mighty God, Lord, for giving us rest. We thank you, mighty God, Father, for giving us your rest. Lord, we declare that all is well with us by the power of the Holy Spirit. We thank you, mighty God, that the grace of God it's upon our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, mighty God and God. Lord, your protection, it's resting upon us. Lord, your grace, it's upon our lives. No evil shall befall us whatsoever in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, mighty God, for taking care of us by your spirit. It is well. It is well, Lord. It is well with us. It is well, mighty God. It is well with us. In the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord, that your angels encamp around us. They protect us in all of our ways. No evil shall befall us whatsoever. In the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you for joining us during this episode. Join us next time even as we continue to learn and grow with Apostle David Muluzi. Also, visit our website for more at cfcpolokwane.com. God richly bless you.